0: Good morning to our loyal WFYL listeners around the world. Welcome back to your Philadelphia Friday, only on Fox News Radio. I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in once again, because you still have the right to hear and the right to be heard. We're here with you live on 1180 AM and broadcasting real-time at 1180WFYL.com. Coming to you straight from the birthplace of liberty here in the greater Philadelphia area. And we continue to fight day in and day out as your voice of freedom in the Delaware Valley. I'm attorney Mike Jaramita from Jaramita Law Offices, but most of you know me as Mike G., And you're listening to Mike G. in the Morning with The Law Matters. And you can listen to our program every Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. So let's be heard. I want to remind our listeners to hop in on the action through the Mike G. in the Morning social media pages throughout the entire week. We've got facebook.com slash Mike G in the morning. Don't forget to like our page. We've got YouTube page called Mike G in the morning. Don't forget to like our videos and subscribe. Our Twitter handle is at radio Mike G. And we've also got a screen name on the instant gram website. Our screen name on the instant grams is Mike G in the morning. I also want to let our listeners know about the powerhouse lineup we've got here throughout the day on Fox News Radio WFYL. We've got the Ben Shapiro Show weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Scott Adams coming at you with the Scott Adams Show weekdays, 9 a.m. until noon. Second Amendment advocate Dana Lash comes on the air weekdays from 1 p.m. right until Ben Shapiro. And finally, we've got Michael Savage bringing you the Savage Nation weekdays at 6 p.m. So don't forget to tune in and show them some love. And with that, you know what time it is. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. As usual, I've got Philly Chris here with me to talk with our listeners a little bit about what's going on in the world today. Philly Chris, how are you?
1: I'm um, great, Mike. Good morning to you. Good to hear your voice.
0: Yeah, I want to just get into a little bit about this COVID-19 stuff and talk to you about what's been going on. Uh, just to give everybody a little bit of an update. Get over here. United sure. States total confirmed cases uh, around 243,000. Uh, total deceased, approximately 6,000. Total recovered above 9,000 at this point. And total Sirius has got 4,800 again. For those of you who want to look at these statistics, it's NCOV2019.live. And that's November, Charlie, Oscar, Victor 2019. See, I didn't screw that up this time, Chris.
2: You
1: got it. Good <laughs> job. Well done. So that's,
0: that's the whole United States. And if you want to take a glimpse at the way it looks in the rest of the world comparatively, Italy's. Total confirmed cases around 115,000, total deceased close to 14,000. So we've got, you know, over 100,000 more cases, but we've got less than half of the people who have died. They've also got 18,000 recovered. So it seems that they're they're further along because we've only got a little over 9,000 recovered. Spain's got 112,000 cases, a little over 10,000 have died over there. Over 26,000 have recovered in Spain, and approximately 6,000 active serious cases. Um, again, I think this goes to show that these numbers from China were absolutely bogus. Is, would you agree with that, Chris?
1: Yeah, you know, it, uh, it It has to be, Mike, and it certainly looks that way. And um, today I was looking at some of that information specifically, and Saw some uh, critiques against the gentleman that currently heads up the uh, World Health Organization for kind of taking sides with some of the reporting coming out of China, but I just can't imagine that they're they're accurate. And and in a lot of ways, it's probably difficult to to compare the various countries as we're doing so here, just because some of the methodologies being used in each respective country could be uh, different. You know, the way they're tracking it and keeping um, that information. I um, did see that. It, in are you talking
0: about so. the gentleman who is pretending to have technical difficulties? And when they got it sorted out, he said, oh, we'll just take the next question. We'll move on. Is that what you're talking about?
1: Oh, it could be. I'm not sure. I, I think I uh, heard something about that. I didn't see that specifically. I heard something about it. but uh, So it
0: must not be If, if that's yeah. true, if you heard about something else, then it must not be an isolated incident that they just strictly do not want to take a position against China.
1: Yeah, that's what it seems to be. I need to look into it a little more, um, but it's something that I noticed on one of my feeds today, and apparently, um, I guess his last name is G-H-E-B-R-E-Y-E-S-U-S. I'm not exactly sure how you pronounce it, so I don't want to botch it, but uh, I guess he's got some links to to China that have uh, surfaced recently, and it doesn't seem like he's critiquing them um, as much as some of the other countries. So I guess there'll be... uh, more to come out on that and we'll see what what happens and where that goes but i did notice something regarding that today
0: if anybody's got any tips or any ideas or thoughts on this why don't you reach out to us on our social media pages like i said we've got facebook the instant Gram, twitter go ahead or you can even email philly chris if you've got articles things of that nature philly chris at net. is that correct chris
1: yeah that's right mike yeah feel free uh if anybody has anything i'm trying to Look around and and do some sort of uh, investigation on some of these uh, stories that are coming out. It's it's hard to keep up with right now, but uh, feel free to send it over and we'll take a look at it and talk about it on the air, which would be great.
0: So let's take a look at within the United States, how this is going, because this is very important for us here at home, obviously. Uh, I looked at the snapshot from around the world. Let's see how everything's working around the country obviously new york at the top of the list we've heard a whole lot about that uh governor cuomo has been on the air constantly de blasio been on the air constantly Uh, i heard that chris cuomo actually uh, tested positive for COVID 19. did you hear about that philly chris
1: yeah i actually saw an interview today briefly between him and uh his brother there in uh, new york so they were talking and they had him uh, on the screen talking from his home. I guess he's quarantined himself in his, his basement to stay away from his family. But he sounded pretty good. He said he's feeling OK. But uh, we'll see how that progresses. Yeah. yeah I
0: mean, we don't wish anything uh, and as far as illness upon anybody like that. So we do hope for a, a full recovery over there. But in New York, you've got over 92,000 confirmed cases. You've got over 2,500 dead so far. And wow. you've got approximately 3,400 serious cases active, Over 7,400 recovered, though. So that's the vast majority. Well, they've got the vast majority of cases. They've got the vast majority of recovered in the country because we've only right. got a little over 9,000, 9,200 uh, recovered throughout the entire country. Uh, then we've got New Jersey, 25,000, uh, actually Almost twenty six thousand. And it's a very simple explanation from that. A lot of people who live in New Jersey work in New York. There's a lot of back and forth over the bridge and everything like that. A little over five hundred dead. And it says in New Jersey zero active serious cases and zero recovered. That can't be possible. So there must be some kind of lag in the numbers. Um, you know, like you and I were talking about, there's always going to be some kind of lag in these numbers where you don't get them right away. Uh, and even especially when you've got with the uh, confirmed cases, because the tests take some time in order to complete, right?
1: Yeah, it seems like there's still somewhat of a delay there. I believe they released some new tests uh, over the past few days that are supposed to be Uh, short term results, I think is as fast as 15 minutes, but there might be a higher uh, error rate with some of those, but at least they're, they're getting some, uh, new testing out to folks, which should help with the numbers, uh, in the coming days and weeks. Well, one thing you
0: should know right away, though, is people dead, right? Because it's not like they yeah, got to send away for yeah, test right. results or anything like that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. Let's take this test, find out if this guy's dead. And I don't
1: want to joke about it. Right, right, right. Up, yeah, I think that's, the results going to be the same either way.
0: <laughs> the results going to be the same. Then you got California's uh, almost 11,000. Down to Pennsylvania, we've got over 7,000 cases, a little over 7,200. 90 have died so far. And yeah. we've got one active serious, zero recovered, it's saying here in Pennsylvania. So that'll be interesting to to keep an eye on. And I think we should also keep an eye on those states that have done so well. Remember, we talked about New Hampshire doing pretty well. Um, yeah. They did have one more person die over there, it looks like. Um, okay. But we saw Minnesota did a good job. Maybe it's just the, the culture over these places, particularly these colder environments. They just don't spend a, a lot of time in close proximities or anything like that. I don't know. Maybe they just got the whole social distancing thing down. Um, but it's something that we should take a look at. One thing that I was wondering about, some people saying, oh, once it warms up, you know, this thing will be gone and everything like that. And I think that that's the jury's still out on that scientifically, right?
1: yeah, I was listening to some uh, information regarding that, and they uh, the scientists seem to believe that it should have an effect uh, mm. in helping it die out a little bit. but I, I guess they say with each uh, specific strain until they you know watch it go through the, the cyclical seasonal changes, they won't know for sure. But hopefully that'll be the case, um, which would be good for us here as we're transitioning into uh, spring, you know across the the country and it's getting warmer, so hopefully they will have a positive effect, but I guess we won't know for sure Mm -hmm. until we go through that seasonal change.
0: I mean, because we have places in the United States that are warmer climates, even, you know, March and April, right? Florida?
1: Yeah, definitely. California? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens in Florida. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah,
0: Florida, 9,000 people uh, confirmed cases so far. 144 Mm -hmm. dead. And Says zero serious, zero recovered. Again, that's probably okay. just a, a lapse in the numbers. Uh, California, yeah. almost eleven thousand confirmed cases, but they've also got a very high population. New York is far and away the most confirmed cases. I mean, they've also got—we forget that they've got eight, nine, ten million people, right? In this, right? You know, relatively small area in New York City. I mean. If you grow up in New York City, you've got really no sense for space and distance or anything like that. Right. Because when I got out to Oklahoma, they said, oh, that you know, you got to go to the store. It's 10 miles up the road. I said, 10 miles. Right, Who's right, going 10 right, miles? Right. In New York, 10 right, miles. That's right. like two hours. Yeah. You know, I <laughs> <They're laughs> never make 10 course, miles. Anyway. It's, crazy. Corner, yeah. it's crazy. It's <laughs> crazy. Uh, right. you know, like, uh, Manhattan was always a you know, two and three hours hour trip because of the, the traffic from my parents' place in Staten Island. And, you know, we're talking 9, 10, 11 miles. This is very short distances we're talking about. Yeah. But you've got a whole lot of people in a small area, and maybe that's what was uh, basically contributing to the rapid spread to so many people over in New York. Yeah, it has to. and mm-hmm. so Hopefully, uh, we'll see everybody be okay. I have had people... Send me messages who doubt the entire thing or the severity of it, and sure. you know you you don't want to be closed minded. You don't want to just uh, buy into whatever is being pushed through the media or perhaps through the government. So you want to take a look right. at at all uh, viable theories and things of that nature. One thing I saw was a video people going around to these different places. That were supposedly hospitals that were filled up and lines out the door and everything like that, where they were showing stories on the news. Hey, these people have been out the door and around the block at this hospital. And then somebody shows up at the hospital and and it's empty. It's like a ghost town and and nobody's over there. Uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. And it was uh, five or six different hospitals um you know with the ambulances just sitting in the parking lots not all over the place dealing with calls one of the EMTs saying that he only had two or three of the COVID-19 cases at all and this is in New York where you've got a high population with you know over 92,000 confirmed cases apparently right these statistics so yeah very strange Uh, the problem is that I don't know that I'm going to be hopping in my car anytime soon to go out to the hospitals and check to see if this is all legit. right? <laughs> right I will right. tell you, it makes me suspicious though, is that you've got the news talking about the hospital overload in New York and showing right. footage of Italy. Did you see that?
1: I did see that actually. Yeah. And, uh, not not a good situation yeah why is that happening what you know that was on cnn right it
0: was on nbc
1: it was on nbc oh sorry okay NBC. i don't want to
0: not know. to say that cnn's got <laughs> yeah. totally clean hands in the department of fake news
1: right <laughs> right <laughs> no, right. Would, yeah i probably just made a force section there but it, 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 yeah. it would
0: never be <laughs> cnn showing fake news how dare no, you never how dare you philly chris i uh,
1: apologize
0: But that was very, very uh, concerning to see that they're showing, to to prove their point, they're showing footage from Italy where you've got these overloaded hospitals. You know, if this were really happening in places like New York and in places throughout the United States, why would they need to use footage from somewhere else? And you can say that it's just an honest mistake and they swap something through, but it's a little convenient, wouldn't you say?
1: Uh, yeah, it seems quite uh, convenient. And also, as you and I both know, there's been a, a history of some of those things happening at the large um, you know, networks on occasion where, where they're manipulating the scene. I think you and I were looking at a picture not long ago where somebody was all dressed up in... The protective gear, but then there was a picture from behind, and the cameraman had no protection on. Right. The, kind of, you
0: know, right. the cameraman's in his regular situation. clothes. It's like, right. the, yeah. it's like that uh, old video where you've got the guy who's up to his waist in a puddle or something like that, t- exactly. showing how yeah. high the water was, and you got these two kids walking behind them, and it's up to the you know right. below their ankles or whatever it was. They're just walking through the parking lot. The guy just happened to find the one part where. It was all yeah. overflowing, and there's must have been some kind of hole or something. And, you know, he wanted to exaggerate. That's, in, what, in, uh, that's what they want to put on the news.
1: It's probably standing in one of those famous Philadelphia potholes.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> New York's got a few of their own, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, they got some over there, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but it's unfortunate like, think, when they're not objective. And they're...
0: It's beyond unfortunate, because here's the problem. Yeah, you're, you're right. The People is, on yeah, the news that. saying, oh, why aren't these people listening? Why are people questioning the, you know, the truth about this disease? Why are people questioning the seriousness of this disease? Nobody's listening and staying inside. Well, when you've been lying to the people for as long <laughs> as you have and you've been mm-hmm, constantly mm-hmm. telling them these mistruths and you go out right. there, how the heck are they supposed to trust you? They've made it very clear over the last several years that not only the media, but the government has a very specific narrative and they've got a very specific agenda. So how is anybody Mm -hmm. supposed to believe what they have to say? How could you even be surprised and how could you blame them when we've seen this going on for several years?
1: It's like crying wolf over and over again. Eventually, you know, you're going to disregard that 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 outcry for for help. Right. Absolutely. So I I can
0: totally understand that perspective. Now, hopefully we'll all get through this, but I do want to take a look at some other numbers because we we look at this stuff, over a million confirmed cases, COVID-19 in the world, 53,000 throughout the world, total deceased. And you hear about that. It's hard to hear. You you don't want to hear that People are dying from this new disease that's out there. Um, It's very, very sad. And it it hits pretty close to home for many of us. A lot of us are dealing with uh, stuff directly from this virus. And not to make light of it or anything like that, but I want to look at some of these other numbers. If you go to this website, worldometers.info, worldometers.info so it's numbers for all kinds of different categories we're not talking about specifically uh, COVID-19 but just about everything
1: so yeah, look at it's a pretty robust website
0: a very robust website but it'll freak out it'll really
1: <laughs> it
2: will <laughs> well, when freak you, look you at out
1: the chart, yeah when you look at the chart it, it's spiking quite a bit um, you know which was the concern we talked about but you know, it is interesting to look at these numbers and try to interpret them. And, you know, maybe the silver lining is that as uh, we get more information over the course of the next coming weeks, um, you know, if they can get the testing ramped up more and we bounce the, the numbers off more appropriate numbers, we'll see that, you know, again, most people are gonna be fine. 98, 99% of all people should get through this without any any problem. But I guess until we're further, um, into it and have more accurate reporting, it'll be uh, difficult to to see that story. But I think that's where we'll end up going, which you know should be a positive thing in the long run, even though we're dealing with a you know a true pandemic.
0: Well, let's let's look at some of these other numbers that they've got on worldometers. Like we said, COVID nineteen, sure. we got fifty three thousand, approximately fifty three thousand total dead right now. Three million. 299,000 communicable disease deaths this year. Mm -hmm. So just this year, we've got 3,299,000 communicable disease deaths this year, and it's climbing up as we're having this discussion. Right. 123,579 seasonal flu deaths this year. Mm -hmm. 10,800,000 abortions this year. Oh, wow.
1: That is absolutely
0: as heartbreaking.
1: I didn't know it was that high.
0: 78,561 deaths of mothers during birth this year. Wow. 41,683,000 HIV AIDS infected people this year. Hmm. 40, over 41, almost 42 million. 42 million people infected just this year. HIV, AIDS. That's out of control.
1: How how many deaths? You don't hear
0: it. Not anymore. You don't. Yeah. Hmm. Four Over 427,000 deaths caused by HIV, AIDS this year.
1: Wow. Can you believe that? I didn't realize it was that high. Almost half a number, million uh, this year already. Yeah.
0: That's unfortunate. It's high numbers. This is this is a really sad one. Over two million deaths caused by cancer this year. Wow. That mm-hmm. makes me really upset. Uh mm-hmm. all of these make mm-hmm. me upset, but you know. It's really rough. It's really rough. Almost two sure 200- hundred. Almost 250,000 deaths caused by malaria this year. Wow. Almost 250,000 by malaria. We didn't hear about huh. this. Over 1.2 million deaths caused by smoking. 635,000 deaths caused by alcohol. 272,000 suicides. And over 343,000 road traffic accident fatalities this year. Hmm. It's absolutely unbelievable. Staggering to take a look at some of these numbers. Now, I'm not trying to say that it's a a reason to diminish what's going on with COVID-19 by any means. But sometimes when we look at these numbers and we've got nothing else to compare it to, it's easy to freak ourselves out. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> also, yeah, they got over here. The point. Oh, I just wanted to mention this real quick, Chris. They yeah, also have that uh, you've got over 12 billion cigarettes smoked today, and wow. over really over 101 billion dollars spent on illegal <laughs> drugs this year. Wow. Yeah. And you got to imagine that that's that's gone, unfortunately, gone up during this whole. Uh, social distancing thing where people are staying in their homes and people are getting bored and people have nothing else to do on their downtime, even if you're not bored, right? Even if if you've got a lot going on and if your business continues to run, um, because a lot of people these days, you don't need much of anything else than you've got in your home to continue working. So if you're fortunate to be able to continue to work, then, you know, even if you're working long hours, when you you got your play time, so to speak, what is there to do? So hopefully, sure. unfortunately, you know the reality is there there will be more people who are doing drugs and and drinking alcohol.
1: Right. Um, but well, I hopefully, noticed today that the Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board reopened the stores uh, in the state of Pennsylvania the liquor stores. I think electronically in the. The system broke today because so many people started ordering. I think our caller from last week, Greg, probably put a big order in, and broke the system. I don't know if just caught
0: that. (laughs) That wacko.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. I hope he's listening right now. Yeah. Uh, That that guy was nuts. (laughs) (laughs) He was definitely keeping himself busy though. But uh, yeah, I noticed that today. I I guess they got tired of losing the, the tax revenue to Jersey and Delaware and the states around us. So. They reopened you know, it. we're, Maybe we're they in can a very sorry for...
0: state, Chris. We're in a very sorry state when you've got the government uh, making efforts to close down gun stores, right? To inhibit the right. second. Making efforts to close down churches. They want to throw people in jail yeah. who have worship mm-hmm. services, uh, but they want to make sure that they keep their liquor stores open, right? That's right. the most yeah, important thing. Abortion clinics, yeah. those are essential. Uh, mm-hmm. Liquor stores, mm-hmm. those are essential, but you know, right. your Second Amendment, your First Amendment, we could just throw that those out the window for the time being.
1: Yeah, I did want to ask you about that, Mike, with your background in, in law, some of the things that are happening with our civil liberties. You know, I, I just noticed today, I think, or yesterday, that now they're going to start here in our area, in the Philadelphia area, giving uh, tickets out like they were doing in New York. I think New York assigned a value of $500, uh, but here it's going to be 100 I don't know if you saw that uh, or heard about that.
0: You know, you know, I did hear about it. You've got, I think, yeah. you get some enforceability issues, uh, right? And there's, there's just so many civil liberties issues that we see. Uh, Yeah. In the midst of all this, whether it's First Amendment, it's Second Amendment, it's Fourth Amendment, where they're you to try to come to your door and and see if you've got anybody from out of state. Do you saw that about Rhode Island?
2: Yeah. And uh, of
0: course, we all know that if, if, if anybody comes to your door, you respectfully don't consent to any searches and that's it. You don't allow them. Access, you need a warrant, right? Isn't that isn't
1: that the way this goes? Isn't yeah, that whole I mean, Constitution it's, thing? Is the Constitution <laughs> still in existence? Like, I don't understand some of this. I mean, I, I know you are uh, more of an expert in these areas, but it seems odd some of what's going on. I mean, not that I don't want to support, you know, the social distancing and whatever's going right. on with the virus, but how well, can yeah, they do that? not isn't that?
0: that a serious dilemma, though? Doesn't that put us in uh, one of the most confusing dilemmas and it's, it's a puzzle. Yeah, How do you does, solve it? Yeah. Because, you know, if you're somebody who takes the virus seriously, especially you've got people who are at risk in your family. I mean, sure, a lot of us at this age, we've got elderly parents, we've got grandparents who are dealing with stuff like this. Even uh, there are younger people who are at risk as well. I've got people in my family who are right. not elderly, but they're certainly at risk and they cannot get this if uh, it's got the symptoms that that we're seeing and
1: without brushing uh, that aside yeah yeah go
0: ahead i was just going to say without brushing that aside uh, you know there is a concern about if they can continue to take pieces away from the constitution because of a quote unquote emergency isn't that yeah. going to be problematic moving forward
1: uh, yeah, I, I think it really would be. And it, it, it reminded me and I looked it up because I wanted to get it right. Maybe this is an opportune time to to read it. But, you know, it reminds me of Benjamin Franklin's quote when he said those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. Um, right. I think many of us have heard that quote, you know, but it's it's kind of a catch 22, I guess, when you're talking about the health issues. So. But um, maybe there's a better way to do that than to, you know, take down our our civil liberties and freedom and just try to come together as a country and a society. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you make of that, Mike, that quote?
0: Well, you know, it comes down to this. And I got to credit Mrs. G with saying this because she's been talking about this for a long time. She actually predicted that. Um, a lot of these things were going to take place. And Philly, Chris, I know that you've even mentioned on the air things that were going to take place before they did. But yeah. one thing she yeah. said is that, you know, as much as we love the United States and our freedoms and our constitution in this kind of uh, free country, is it right. possible that the very thing that makes us great, meaning the freedom... Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm to have these you know these, these liberties protected by a constitution and to be free from government molestation and infringement is that going to be the ultimate downfall meaning if if the virus were as serious as, as some claim it to be could sure. the very liberties that we love so much and make us america ultimately right be what takes us down and people refusing to comply with the social distancing and things of that nature. And it's entirely possible. I think that's uh, you said you said it great when you said it's a catch 22. And this type of pandemic isn't the only way that you sort of see these things popping up. But uh, it comes down to would you rather live in a country like America where you have these freedoms and Take mm-hmm. that risk that you run into a situation like this, or would you rather live in a place like communist China, where, if something like this comes along, they're going to weld you into the building and burn your life right, that right, exactly that's that's yeah. what it comes down to There's, There is no such thing mm-hmm. as a perfect world. I'm sorry, so right right there are pros and cons of uh you know either way that you go I, I don't claim to have the answers. Do you have the answers, Philly Chris?
1: I absolutely do not. Yeah. It's very difficult <laughs> times. And, it, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. The, the, the reality of what's happening, um, it is somewhat surreal. And I think Mrs. G there maybe hit on what, you know, uh, uh Trump has been talking about where the solution itself can't be worse than the, the problem, you know? And I think right. that's one of the problems we're having with the shutdown of uh, our country on, you know, from an economic standpoint. So yeah, but obviously, our freedoms are, are, are paramount because, yeah, what we saw going on in China is pretty crazy. You know, some of the, the leaked footage um, and then, of course, the reporting of their numbers. It just can't be accurate. It's just I can't imagine it is.
0: There's no way. It's it's impossible. It's yeah. impossible. Even right. if right. even with, uh, you know, welding the front doors of apartments and burning people alive, that it's still right. not possible. If it's spreading as yeah. quickly as yeah. the numbers that, that we see over here. And they've got over a billion right. people over there. There's no way. Mm-hmm. Unless mm-hmm. they specifically engineered it themselves and knew exactly how to get rid of it. And they know how to right. get rid of yeah. it. Right? That, that's right. the only way that those numbers could be right. possible. If they, they let it loose just for a little while and they had all the answers as to how to get rid of it because right. they made it. Right. right. I mean, maybe yeah. they know a yeah. lot more about this thing than we do if, if they, they came up with it. So that's that's one way to think about it. So, uh,
1: yeah, and I think there's some people, you know, pointing in that direction at this time. Obviously, we don't know and maybe we'll never know the truth, but it was in a a lab and, you know, in Wuhan. And I I believe our government had, uh, you know, the virus as well uh, for some time in labs and they were studying it. So who knows, you know, how it got out, whether it was pangolins and snakes or bats and All these stories, I guess only time will tell, and we may never really know for sure what it came from.
0: I I heard the one about bats too. Remember Ozzy Osbourne bit the head off of a bat? Do we remember hearing about that?
1: Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Back in the old days. Yeah, back in the 80s, so it was a great yeah. time. Sure, we should do yeah. more of that now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, I got the real story
0: for anybody who's wondering. If anybody's ever heard this story, I've got the real story. So what happened was, during his act, Ozzy Osbourne would often bite the head off of a rubber bat, completely fake rubber bat. And he'd have them all across, all over the stage, these these fake rubber bats. And he'd pick one up and he'd right. bite the head off of it, which, you know, in the midst of this virus, picking something off, off the floor and biting it, uh, right. <laughs> it makes you think about something like that <laughs> different, how dangerous that was, right? Even the rubber bat is dangerous because there's germs from the floor. But yeah. it's sort of like Alice Cooper. If anybody's seen Alice Cooper perform live, they've got all these theatrics and props during the show. So. Ozzy Osbourne is performing a concert and one of the people in the audience, unbeknownst to him, throws a frozen real bat onto the stage. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. So
0: he's walking across the stage. He sees this thing on the floor and he thinks it's just one of the rubber bats that's always all over the stage uh, throughout all of his concerts. And he picks up this this real bat and he bites the head off. And the people on the side of the stage, the, his roadies and everybody involved are yelling at him, no, 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 don't do it. <laughs> and as soon as he did, they had to take the guy to the not hospital and he had to get all these shots oh, and everything like that. Oh, and the rabies is a problem, right?
1: So that's how, that's how that story to,
0: went down. That's the, the true story <laughs> for anybody who's ever wondered about <sighs> that.
1: Now let's we take some, some uh, crazy train on the, on the end of the show. If Russ can pull up some crazy train. I'll crazy train. Not, I'll, I'll take that
0: one. <laughs> We're all on a crazy train these days. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It seems like it, yeah. Let's take some call. Let's take some call. Let's get some more people aboard this crazy train.
1: Sounds like a plan.
0: For those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G in the Morning with The Law Matters, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. Let's get to the phone lines here. We've got John from Delaware County. John was actually with us for one of the roundtables. John, are you with us? Yes I am John, how you been holding up over there?
3: Uh, not as busy as I usually am. Only been working one day a week for the past couple weeks.
0: And you're a process server, right?
3: That's correct.
0: So is it kind of difficult to serve people when everybody is staying at home?
3: Actually, it's been a little bit easier because everybody is at home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're just staying at home for your own personal benefit? Yeah. And so you don't get sick because you're usually interacting with people on the job?
3: Yes, but I keep it outside.
0: So when you do serve people, you're staying outside? Yes. Are you wearing any kind of a, a suit or anything like that?
3: Um, Just um latex gloves and a bunch of hand sanitizer.
0: Mm. So how does the walk us through this? So you've got to serve somebody, right? And uh-huh. you walk up, you knock on the door? Yes. So you just go right up to the door, and then what usually happens?
3: Well, I usually stay back, like about like five feet (laughs) i always stand back anyway as a routine to see if anybody's looking out the window and stuff
0: okay looking out the window or maybe they come to the door armed
3: yes that too people aren't aren't exactly
0: (laughs) excited about getting served with lawsuits are they no they're not (laughs) so then so are people actually opening the door when they see you knocking
3: um, all except, I think, for one person.
0: Really? See, I would think that uh, with this whole isolation and uh, quarantining and everything like that, that people would just not answer the door. I know that, yeah, I would... uh, you know, it, 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 you'd have to be somebody very special for me to answer the door and get face to face with somebody. You don't know who they are, what they've got
1: or anything like that. Oh my like God, I'm
0: special.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, How but are they... gone. Are you... <laughs> Are you in like some sort of official outfit that they would open the door for you? More likely to open the door, or just regular clothing? Just regular clothing.
3: I basically wear okay. button-down shirt, either jeans. Yeah, but or the backwards.
0: problem is that problem is that his regular outfits are a lobster suit. That's what he usually wears. <laughs> because...
1: <laughs> I would definitely open the door then. I love lobster. <laughs> lobster Graham, right? <laughs> Do you have any butter? Do you have any yeah. hot butter with you? John,
0: have you ever done that? Have you ever tried to get somebody to open the door by holding a big check or something like that?
3: <laughs> no. Nah. Have some balloons.
0: <laughs> <officer's> <laughs> there you go. You got some kind of, some <laughs> edible arrangements over here, right? <laughs> yeah. You, you
1: could have one what, you're gonna, you're win a million dollars, but you're being sued. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's interesting to hear that that people are still coming to the door. Um,
3: but I, I should add, too, for the most part, we are like serving like corporations, of course, the ones that are open. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. So
0: it's not usually going to somebody's residence or anything like that.
3: I would say about 75 percent is like businesses.
0: OK. Mm-hmm. A well, and a I lot guess of
3: they, stuff, a lot of law firms, basically, well, they're halting, supposed to be halting evictions and foreclosures. So that kind of gotcha. put it debt and stuff, too. A lot yeah. of it, believe it or not, is um, subpoenas.
0: Okay, uh, so the show must go like on as far possible. as the lawsuits go, right?
3: <laughs> hmm. Yeah, there's been a few lawsuits too, like a produce place and all that. But
0: did you get anybody who's well, like sneezing on the produce or anything like that? Did you do you hear about these crazy people going out in the grocery store and like coughing on the produce or you know coughing? I heard something about
1: that. Yeah, yeah. I actually, yeah, I heard something about that. I think that's
3: well, disgusting. Uh, yeah, no kidding. You have it or
0: not. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Today you were, you know, five months ago before this all came around, it's still disgusting. The person deserves yeah. uh, and deserves to be punished. I've I'll been, that
1: I've been yeah. out a couple times recently, and I noticed in some of the stores they put up plastic bar- barriers hmm. in front of the cashiers. I don't know if you guys have Yeah, Walla
3: that. does that now. I saw that earlier. Today. Okay.
1: Really? Okay. Oh. Uh, maybe that's a, that could be
0: a new trend. Maybe we can keep that one.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe keep some things that we think were good ideas in the long run. John, I want go. to ask it's you like
1: this. A salad bar. It's like a uh, yeah, salad right. Bar the, <laughs>
0: sneeze guard everywhere. Why not? Uh, the, the permanent <laughs> sneeze guard. John, right. uh, not even staying at home and everything like that, I want to ask all of our callers, uh, what is it that you miss most? What is it that you miss most about And dealing with being inside?
3: Um, with being inside? Yeah,
0: having to stay inside. What do you miss most?
3: Um, well, actually, I kind of like the much needed break that I've been needing for a while
0: so you don't miss nothing <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah it's kind of like me aside from going to court down. go to the station i really haven't noticed a difference <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: all right it john well, sort of a silver lining i've heard that from a lot of people that they're enjoying the time with their family and, and i'm learning at home, more so maybe there's a little bit of yeah right
0: right yeah. And you're becoming an ways. Italian chef when this is all said and done. So you, I, yeah. I expect you to invite me over when we're allowed to stop this social distancing, All right?
3: Absolutely.
0: Well, thanks for joining us again, John.
3: Thank you. Be safe, John. You too. Bye-bye.
0: <laughs> for those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G. in the Morning with The Law Matters, only on Fox News Radio, WF. You know, Chris, I want to talk a little bit about this story that I saw online the other day. made a few comments publicly, but the story's headline is Shots Fired at PA Sheets. And Sheets is a gas station for everybody who lives in the Philadelphia area and is only used to Wawa. So Shots Fired at PA Sheets After Man Coughs Doesn't Cover Mouth Amid Coronavirus Epidemic. And I thought the way that this headline was titled was absolutely outrageous when you learn the contents of what we know about this story. Now, at the outset, I do not have all the details of this story. I didn't see any surveillance footage. I didn't interview any witnesses. I only know Mm -hmm. what they've said in the story. But the way they write it up in this story... They make it seem like this man named Alvarez was coughing at the gas station. And this other guy, his name is Soro, tells him, hey, you know, cover your mouth. And according to the way the story lays it out, they make it seem like Alvarez then draws a firearm and starts shooting. Right. Sure. And ends up uh, shooting one of the tires, hitting something. uh, I think the speedometer, they said, got shot. At the end of the story, towards the bottom, they casually throw in there, and this is a quote, mm. quote, video and surveillance images of the incident also shows Soro allegedly hitting Alvarez with his... <laughs> gun before the latter pulled his gun and began firing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> is that Small not an detail. important part of the story? Oh, by ah. the way... Uh, yeah. So, uh, imagine, imagine that being that dumb of a storyteller being that stupid right. of a storyteller that what you're t- <laughs> so there's this guy and he's at the gas station and he coughs and this right. other guy tells him hey sir can you please cover your mouth and the bad coffee guy takes out a gun and starts shooting at him immediately he <laughs> totally left out the part that the guy who said cover your mouth tries to hit the coughing guy with a car if he's trying right, to protect right. himself from getting run over by a car, isn't that an important part of the story? Minor oh, detail you no. left out heck there.
1: No. <laughs> no, not with this pandemic and all. You might as well just go with the cough headline, right, Mike? I mean, right. What, <laughs> God, what,
0: what, but Chris, Chris, the problem is that the responses that I've seen are some of the most right. asinine things I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> it has really brought out the, the utter, utmost stupidity. Out of all the people who decided to comment yeah. on this article and on uh, the commentary that I've provided, we've had people they say...
1: They read the whole story, right? Yeah. They just read the headline, I assume, or...
0: Well, I wish I could say that, Chris, but...
1: I'm trying to think of some of the
0: things that were said. So one of the things somebody said was, hey, you know, this is why people need to leave guns at home. Yeah, leave your gun at home yeah. so when some maniac tries to run you over the car, <laughs> right. you just get in, right. you just uh, become a pancake on the road, right? That's all. That's Leave your gun at home so you can't protect yourself. That's smart. Uh, another well, what thing is that that people...
1: term you often use in your seminars, Mike? The totality of the circumstance? The, the totality, yes.
0: The yeah. totality of the circumstance uh, the totality of the circumstances will be evaluated to determine whether somebody had a reasonable belief of imminent death, serious bodily injury, kidnapping, or rape. And if you're evaluating the totality of the circumstances, the fact that somebody's trying to run you over with a car is probably right. part of it, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and probably and we take a look the police uh, the police regularly shoot at people driving vehicles at them, right? That's, That's pretty a, standard practice if someone's is trying to run you over.
0: Uh, capable, readily capable of causing death or serious bodily injury. Yeah. No two
1: ways about I it. I mean, I've been run over a bunch of times and been fine, but, uh, you know, <laughs> <it> can be.
0: <laughs> well, here's. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's funny <laughs> you mentioned that because you think that's funny. Apparently, somebody doesn't. Because one of the comments, yeah. somebody said along the lines of, Hey, you know, if the guy is trying to protect himself from getting run over by a car, then I think it's pretty reasonable that he, yeah. you know, used this type of force. And somebody below it wrote, oh, well, just because you get hit by a car doesn't mean you're going to die. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I hope this knucklehead has never taught any kids' to across the street. Could you imagine this knucklehead? Right. I... There's a lot of people I'd rather. uh, Hey, listen, just run out in the middle. Don't worry about it. Just because you get hit don't mean you're going to die right Nah, You'll be perfectly fine.
3: What is wrong with
0: these people? Are you kidding me? Are you out of your mind? Uh, Chris, I would
1: imagine there's a lot of people who would be more accurate at running you over than shooting at you the way a lot of people shoot. So it's a pretty deadly act. Got a pretty party. widespread, yeah. right?
0: It's like shotgun style. You got a widespread. <laughs>
2: right, right. Yeah. right.
1: Yeah. But, you know, the fact that we even have to debate this story versus the headline is the problem nowadays. I mean, how is that even journalism? That's what I don't understand. How is that acceptable in these publications, in these mainstream publications? Because we know it's Almost like clickbait. People are going to see the the headline and just assume that that's the end of the story. So yeah, that's really not good reporting.
0: Right. If they, if they reported it the way it seems to have actually gone down, doesn't get nearly as right. many clicks as guy draws gun, and starts shooting because somebody tells him to cover his mouth amid corona. You know, there, there's yeah, no exactly. way it gets the same kind of attention. We're not talking about it probably. You know, maybe we will because we're right. gun people, but most of the country is yeah. not talking about. It. But it just also shows the complete lack of common sense by some of these anti-gun people once they realize what's going on with the story. It's absolutely outrageous. And they're saying, oh, another person said something along the line. They got really hung up with the fact that the guy didn't have a license to carry firearms. So the guy who presumably, what it looks like, protected his life, saved his life by having the firearm, Mm -hmm. using deadly force, Mm -hmm spawn somebody me trying to bring him over the car uh it, he didn't have a license to carry so it was technically unlawfully being carried at that point in time a lot of people got hung sure. up on that saying oh well he's got he had an illegal gun and a situation like this just gets me more and more irritated with some of these possessory offenses because i will tell you this as a as a legal matter your self-defense does not get thrown out the window your justification is as a legal excuse, does not get thrown out the window just because your firearm is unlawfully being possessed. That is just not true. Just because you don't have a license to carry firearms doesn't mean that you have to let somebody else kill you. Uh, There's a lot of case law dealing with that. Now, you might be guilty of another offense, right? You might be guilty of the possessory offense, but that doesn't mean that you don't have a justification when it comes to, you know. The def- use of force, the use of deadly force, and self-defense. So that's something that people were widely misunderstanding. They were saying, no, "Well, well, the gun was illegal. The gun was illegal. Well, that doesn't right, mean that right. you have to, you have to die, right?" Oh, well, you know, I can't, well, I, I, I shouldn't be legally carrying the gun because or... I don't have a license. So just kill me, right?
1: Right, yeah, yeah. Now you can just you have the right to kill me. I guess that's a good uh, a good time to consider constitutional carry, like some of the other states, like exactly. New Hampshire, for example, where, right, yeah. Absolutely,
0: that um, would be that. I think that would be a a good uh, motivation for people that you know. Now in Pennsylvania, the license is so easy to get if you're eligible that you really shame on you if you don't have one. But right. uh, but still, you're why so should resident, a law abiding yeah. an otherwise law abiding citizen? not have the Mm -hmm. ability to protect themselves in a situation where obviously he needed to do so. I want to get back to what you said about uh, just the way the media is portraying different things these days. It reminds me of actually a COVID-19 story that I read, and it was in one of the New York newspapers. They were talking about uh, this gentleman who unfortunately passed away. He had COVID-19. He was in his 20s, and he was a soccer coach. Uh, and he sounds like a really, he was a really fantastic guy. And it's an absolute tragedy uh, that we lost him at such a young age. But the article talks about COVID-19 and how, okay. you know, we lost him so quickly. And he was an active person. He was a soccer coach. And he was young. He was in his 20s. And at the end, they kind of casually mentioned, oh, and uh, by the way, while he was in the hospital, they uh, found out that he had some undiagnosed and very serious leukemia that had been untreated oh that's probably an important part of the story Uh, right it's not just the COVID-19 that's doing this but they just buried that in there and this they're so disingenuous of the way they do this just for ratings uh it's it's really really unfortunate and they wonder why people can't trust them wonder why nobody listens to a word that they have to say i can't take it anymore chris let's get to another caller For those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G. In the Morning with The Law Matters, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. We've got another caller on the line. We've got Dwayne from Amarillo, Texas. Dwayne, are you with us? Yep, I'm here, Dwayne. How you doing, Mr. G.? Thank you so much for joining us, Dwayne. What have you been doing past the time? What's on your
4: mind? Well, Mr. G., you know, I'm concerned about this Rona going around. So I'm I'm in my backyard currently keeping a safe distance. You know, that's that's what the gov- government telling me to do.
0: Well, do you trust everything that the government tells you,
4: Dwayne? Well, you know, uh, I try I try to, you know, do the best I can. Um, you know, I don't know if you've been watching them reports they do every day, but they said that uh, young women are least likely to get the Rona. So me being a 57-year-old man, at least yesterday I was, today I've decided to become a 19-year-old lady. And I have drastically <laughs> increased my risk of getting the Rona.
0: <laughs>
4: I don't think it exactly works like that,
0: Dwayne. <laughs> I you mean, get my
4: on that. I, I think I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. OK, uh, I th- think
0: you've been listening to, to too much uh, CNN. <laughs> well, that
4: may be true, but I got to protect myself in these times. And I figure my gun can't do it. So I got to do it for myself. You know, uh,
0: do you value your Second Amendment rights, Dwayne?
4: Absolutely.
0: And What have you been doing to make sure that you're all uh, ready to go to protect yourself during this time?
4: Uh, mainly, I've been watching a lot of Judge Judy to make sure I'm up on my laws, but outside of that, not too much.
0: Oh, too important, Dwayne. I'm going to have to send you a copy <laughs> of my book. I don't know that Judge Judy is going <laughs> to cut it for your Second Amendment rights.
2: <laughs>
4: have you been watching Judge Judy lately? She's got some pretty good stuff on there, Mr. G. I respect your show, but I respect Judge Judy more. Uh, I, I can't even make
0: it to the <laughs> level of judge Judy. I'm gonna have to step my game up over here, Dwayne. <laughs>
4: That's right.
0: <laughs> so, so you got any uh, words of advice for people out there? What I'm trying to do is bring people on from you know all different walks of life and trying to get some real perspectives. I know that we can't really trust what we see on the news anymore. I just want to hear what people have to say to other people.
4: Yeah, you just gotta keep a safe distance. Don't trust your neighbor and uh shop american shop american you know i,
0: I like that doing and i like that have you been doing that for a long
4: time before this all started i try to do my best you know where i can i get my tp american made you know what i'm saying
0: <laughs> well that's a that's a good one but now <laughs> i i guess these days you kind of got to take whatever you can get right
4: absolutely yeah you get, yep you got you know you got a desperate time call for desperate measures sometime you know what i'm saying all Isn't right. the Judge Judy show produced in China now, I now? Mean, <laughs> I'm going to have to check that, because that's going to change my stance. Mr. G, you may have just become number one if that is that, true. Yeah. I'm going to have to yeah, check that I think that one, it's she, true. She's yeah.
0: definitely produced in China. So, Dwayne, I think you got a new favorite. <laughs> Okay, I'll take it. it. Do me a favor, Dwayne. Why don't you treat yourself to a nice bowl of mustard for dessert this evening, all right?
4: (laughs) Maybe I'll I'll even drop a splash of ketchup in there, too. Get real (laughs) fancy tonight because I was on Mr. G's
0: show. (laughs) Don't get
4: carried away here, (laughs) Dwayne.
0: I appreciate you joining us again. Uh, Call back in sometime soon.
4: Thank you, Mr. G.
1: Enjoy your mustard and be safe. Thank you. (laughs)
0: For those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G. in the morning with The Law Matters, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. One last caller, we've got Sean from New York with us. Sean, are you with us? I'm with you, Mike, yes. Thanks for having me. I right, thank you for calling it. I wanted to get you on because somebody wrote in last week after hearing your spot on the air. They said, how did you guys not bust out laughing when Sean from New York said, I've got a chicken carcass for soup? I was dying visualizing that and wondering where he must have got it from. So <laughs> I imagine you're not talking about a uh, chicken carcass you found in the street in New York or anything like that, right? It's not not roadkill. <laughs> no,
2: no, I uh, I, got, I ordered it from Trader Joe's, got it from there, cooked it, <laughs> ate the meat, and I just put it in the freezer when I make soup.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I, I suppose that... Uh, Maybe the, the word carcass is what got the guy, right?
4: <laughs> I,
0: yeah, I don't so know that I've ever called it a carcass when I'm cooking it, you know?
2: Yeah, <laughs> sounds a little grody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what have
0: you been up to? What's the, the update on Sean for the week? What have you been doing?
2: Well, uh, you know what? I was reading the New York Post this morning, and I tell you, you know what, Mike? The chickens are coming home to roost. There was a post article about how ENTs are no longer uh, taking in um uh, people who are under cardiac arrest, uh, those they cannot resuscitate them. they're not bringing them into the hospitals. You know what It's happened in New York and this is how it goes, man. Um, when you take wow. enough people from the third world and you flood them in these cities and you give them our services and they don't work and they don't pay taxes. You know what? Third world problems become third world solutions and it's happening right now.
0: Mm. Mm. Oh, we're really sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of confusion. I wanted to show, maybe we can get you this video sometime after the air. But uh, they had videos of hospitals that were empty, but being shown as completely overrun on the news. Have do you know any people personally out in New York who are dealing with this stuff?
2: Um, I've heard uh, one story that one hospital is making a makeshift work here in uh, here in uh, Staten Island or in the five boroughs. I forgot which exactly which one it was. Um hmm. I've heard as I've heard of people working in the psych wards uh as uh medical staff, orderlies, nurses, whatnot. And if they test positive and so long as they don't have uh um uh, a high fever or anything, they still have to work with the people. So
1: wow. man, this thing is,
2: is just wow. this, this thing is just a whole bomb, man. This whole thing it's it's ridiculous hmm. what's been happening.
0: That's not good. That's not good. No uh, Sean no.
2: Yeah, you know, obviously we're hoping for a quick
0: solution and I don't think that there are any, uh, you know, obvious quick solutions, but we just want to go ahead that you're holding up over there. What's something that you miss the most right now?
2: Uh, I, I, I miss just seeing my friends and my family. I, I really do. Um, and I hope these things don't change after this. I hope uh, I don't have to cross into New Jersey after this and the police are going to ask me why I'm going somewhere and why. You know, right. kind of like entering another country, kind of like if you go from Moscow to the capital of Chechnya and Russia, it's the same country, but it's like it's crossing into a different country. That can't mm-hmm. happen here. We have to uh, solve this problem uh, as a nation itself and take care of our own people. We can't globalize anymore. It's time for Americans to take care of America. And as President Dwight Eisenhower said, so for whatever, for whatever America wants to pass into the heart of other countries, it must pass into the, into the heart of America first. We must take care of ourselves and set our own example, and that's it.
0: Well, we love it, Sean. We hope that you Mm -hmm. hang in there and, uh, you know, look forward to having you back on the program. We're going to make it through this, Sean.
2: Anytime, Mike. God bless you and uh, stay safe, brother. You too. Thank you.
0: We want to leave everybody with a positive note. Last week, we spoke about how now would be a good time to start forming some good habits. Talked about maybe getting a workout in. Maybe this week, try to do... Every day, five push-ups, five pull-ups, four sets of those, right? So you do five pull-ups, five push-ups, and then run through that four times. If you can't do five and five, maybe try three and three every day this week. You will get better. But more importantly, uh, talking about making our physical bodies stronger. How about being stronger in spirit, getting into the Bible and... We're going to try to read a verse on this program every week. And I think Chris did a great job last week. Chris, you've got another verse for us this week.
1: Yeah, I wanted to share something with you from a good friend of mine uh, who happens to be a pilot. And he's actually flying medical supplies right now, working some extra time, helping with the effort. But he sent me something, and I'll go ahead and read it. Uh, It's from Luke 4, 5. uh, And the devil taking him up into a high mountain. Chewed onto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. It is interesting that there are just three moments mentioned in the New Testament, and that there are three different Greek words so translated, each used one time only in the Bible. Furthermore, each of these three moments is used in a context that is anticipatory of the future. First of all, Satan tempted Jesus by flashing before his eyes a vision of the whole world, offering it to him immediately without his having to endure the cross if he would rule it for the devil. Here, the Greek word for a moment is stigma, meaning a point like a period after a sentence. In an infinite timeline, it would be just a dot on the line, a point in time. Satan's apparent dominion over this world, though it lasts 6,000 years or so, is only a moment compared to the eternity. And Jesus knew this was a poor bargain. There you have it.
0: Well, you know, I think it's uh, important that we all get further into the Bible uh, while this is all going on. Sometimes uh, people get frustrated during times like this. Some people turn away, no doubt. But... Hopefully we see that that's not the way to go. And maybe that's been a large part of the problems we've had in this country for the last several decades. Hopefully those who get into it during this time will stick with it as well. And, you know, we're going to continue to stick with it and and bring you these verses from Chris. But with that, that's all the time we've got for today. I hope that everybody sticks around for We the People, the Constitution Matters. Pastor David Whitney, Professor Phil Duffy, I'll be joining as the legal analyst. Stay safe and God bless, folks.